Hello and welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. Did you know there is an easy way to help support the podcast and keep the show going? Buy Me a Coffee is an incredible new platform where you, the loyal Block Talk audience, can say thank you to your favorite host. All you have to do is show support with a few taps by leaving a little tip that's just like buying me a cup of coffee. And the great thing is, you don't even need to create an account. Visit buymeacoffee.com slash blocktalk and keep blocktalk going strong like a cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram at michaelblocktalk, on Twitter at blocktalknyc, and visit theaternow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. As we go on, we remember all the times we spent together with Rue and the girls. The All-Stars took to the task of giving a commencement speech. So who was head of the class and who was just a class clown? It's time to talk all things Drag Race All-Star 7. And joining me is recent graduate and someone who loves to come loudy. It's Jeremy Torres. How are you? I am good. Okay. Okay. I know you're going to... I know you're, there was a setup, and that was the setup. And you know what? That was a good one. That was a good I one. I had to. Get ready. There's going to be a lot more. I mean, um, you know, I did graduate with my master's mm-hmm. with a 4.0. So, you know. it. Ooh. So, you, so you're, you're smart. I try to be. Yeah. I mean, looks can be deceiving. <laughs> right. Like, I'm more than just my pretty face. Exactly. Sometimes. Well, obviously, congratulations on finally graduating with a master's. That's incredible. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so and, you know, excited for the journey. Yeah. And congrats on your next step because you got a job, bitch. I know. I was only unemployed for a few weeks. Look at that. Wow. <laughs> they say if you get a master's, you, you, you become something. Something. I don't know you what get it is. a job. <laughs> so you're going to be leaving New York once again, going back to the New England area, um, to the Bean. You're going to Boston. You're going to my hometown for school. I am. And I'm really excited about it. Um, we, I will be visiting in the fall so I can wear fun, pretty clothes too. We're going to go to Sunset Cantina because you didn't go last time. I know. Um, mm. so that, mm-hmm. that busy MI, oh, I mean, not say the university's name, but <laughs> luckily in Boston, there are a lot of schools out there, so right. it could be a lot of them. It could be a lot of them, but I, I do want to say that the interview that I had when I was there it was 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And once I got back to the hotel room, I was like, sleep. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and you're going to be able to see all the fun architecture by all the campuses. I'm not going to say which ones, but you know what I'm talking about. That's um, and also, because well, I'll just say it's not Harvard. You're not that smart. Um, <laughs> you're going to see a lot of people that you're like, really? You go here? <laughs> Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready for and this. And you know what? You're going to have a lot of collegiate boys there. So, Jeremy, get ready. I know. This is going to be de- this is gonna be hard because I'm going to be, be really hard. I'm going to mm-hmm. be like running over, like I'm running the gaze at that institution. So you sure are. All right. Well, I have some um, drag news of the week that dropped this afternoon. Uh, we have the cast of Canada's Drag Race 3. We do. We do. And I, um, I saw, I, I watched a little promo video. Mm-hmm, very cute. Um, I'm just going to, we're just going to debunk this now because I've had two people message me. I'm not calling you out. Who said, do they have a problem with uh, people of color? Where are the black queens? 
One, do the research and look at the cast. And two, are you just saying white queens are the only ones who could do makeup looks? Because there are a lot of queens of color on this cast who have done makeup looks for this promo shoot. So do the research. It's a very diverse cast. I'm excited. I'm, I'm kind of excited for this. I thought, you know, I thought we were going to get a break from Drag Race. But, <laughs> You're yeah. funny. But Ruth said, nah, nah, we we no, no. with this. No, no. We're going to have three at once, which means I will be covering All-Star 7, Drag Race France, and Canada's Drag Race 3 all at once. It might only be like a three, four week lay, uh, lap, uh, overlap, but we'll see. We'll see what's going to happen. Um, we're going to have a lot of French going on. Yeah, we are. Oh my gosh, we are. Mm-hmm. So we have to learn French. Um, subtitles. Exactly, it works. Um, yeah, I'm I'm very excited for it. Um, and again, if things go according to plan, um, as we get closer to episode 500, um, that interview might be a little Canadian. Maybe not one, but two or three friends from Canada will be on the podcast. We'll see. Or five. No, only three. There's, a, there's only three of them. Um, if you get the clue, you'll know who they are. I feel like I know who they are. I'm very excited. Very excited. All right. Let's dive into All-Star 7. Are you enjoying the season so far? I am. It's It's been different. I think yes. the, the, vibe, the vibe has been different, and I'm not used to Drag Race being the judges. I think for me, it was very different is the judging. Um, Could you imagine getting negative critiques and then be like, actually, you're saying you're not going home, but here, feel bad about yourself. Right. And what if, you know, I don't know what the production team be doing, but what if they also got the negatives and we just not seeing it? Listen, I would take that because I, I will give you the negatives and I have a couple negatives to share this week. Um, but overall, I mean, I'm enjoying it. Isn't it crazy how um, season 14, everyone's like, there's no eliminations. Then we're here like, there's no eliminations. We love it. <laughs> they did the setup that's what they did they prepared us exactly they're like you don't want no eliminations here you go and now we're like but i want to see someone get eliminated where's the drama and okay so what i also really like i know it's it's not rupaul's best friends race but this feels like rupaul's best friends race until this episode finally all right well let let, let's dive in the vivian is a winian she feels go, so good winning in a lip sync in America. Um, she's finally arrived and look at her. She's making money now. Not just the repeater badge. Yeah. But, and that's, again, it's, I still find it so silly that she comes to America and there's still prizes that's a badge. I know. <laughs> well, Jinx is congratulated for her second win, but not second star. She says that if a queen wins a challenge that has nothing to show for it, did she really win a challenge? The answer is yes, you did. Because you have a badge. Yeah, exactly. They already have a badge. Mm-hmm. And they do one. I mean, like, exactly. just, take, just take, the, take the W. Take the W. Now, Jada plays the toy xylophone as she apologizes for preventing Jinx from getting her second star. They'll leave it to Evie to note that there are still two people without legendary legend stars. It be Evie and Raja. Uh, for fuck's sake, Raja just wants a star. Just one. Just, just one. one. She's going to be wearing a lot of them. Oh, she is. Oh, yeah, she is. Now, Miss Raja notes that the competition is stiff, and while they're all the cool girls from their seasons, they're all with the cool chicks. They're all together, and that makes sense. But speaking of someone who is not cool, it's Monet Exchange, because she's been plunged. She mad. She hot. She heavy. (laughs) I was waiting for a moment like this for her. (laughs) 
Now, obviously, we had a setup here, Monet, and her toilet paper had uh, is just a shitty queen thanks to her um, little friend, the trifle, blocking her. Uh, but she's going to get her. She's going to get her. Now, the Vivian notes, though, that she was the next option with the win, but no block. And Jada's like, look over there. <laughs> um, she's the one who's going to get flo- she's going to float to the end and not get blocked, isn't she? I feel like it. She, she's an easy um, out. Like, there's why, why would you block Jada? She's so sweet and innocent. Exactly. She's playing the game. She's like, I'm just mm-hmm. going to be myself. I'm going to be myself. My self. Exactly. Now, Monet is part of the Platinum Plunger Sisterhood. Did she learn anything? Well, she knows that Shay has, was full of shit and she was just messing with girls. But will she keep this going? She says, with more information, you play the game smarter. So ominous. They got they got the they got the folks. They got folks shaking. Mm-hmm. Now would you play this strategy as well? Would you go play into it or would you be like, they're all lying to you? You should block them again. I would keep I would keep playing the game. Yeah. I'd, because look at, I mean, look at look at there's folks that are getting a plunger mm-hmm. who have won, mm-hmm. right? They, yep. they got they got their stuff. So you know, fake it till you make it. It's true. I mean, I like the strategy, but I, if I were Monet, I would be like, we're going in deeper. <laughs> really make them freak out, but she didn't. Now, Evie says um, she just wants to get plunged, and Shay is like, um, you don't communicate telepathically with your girlfriends, and that's why they know about this. Are you that kind of person? Do you communicate telepathically with your girlfriends? I think I do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, I say this because, like, it's, it's that Virgo in me. You know, I'm a Pisces, but I'm also it's got some Virgo yeah. in me. So, you know, I always got to be on the same page with someone. Be like, mm, we're we're both thinking ten steps ahead. Great, we're on the same mm-hmm. page. It's true. All right. As we all know, I am not a fan of the Vivian, um, and she's not adding to my dislike here. She is going to be honest and reveal that she was thinking of blocking someone else, but they couldn't be blocked. Because Jinx would have been double blocked here. The Vivian knows that she's got eyes on the prize, and Jinx is one of the most talented queens. And as Jinx says, um, Julie noted the Vivian. We're getting a setup here. A little trauma. Now, obviously, I don't like her, and I love Jinx, so you're being mean to my Jinxie. But she's not wrong. It would have been a smart move. Yeah, no, it really would have been a smart move if the rules allowed it to be. Because mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm gonna be straight up, like straight up. Jinx is for me the front runner of this game right now. Absolutely. By like margins. And not just what the talent she's showing, just the fact that her runways have been much better. From that <laughs> season five. Um <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. now Jinx doesn't hold grudges, but her memory is long now that she doesn't drink. So if that is the way things work with drinking. How do you remember anything? <laughs> you're, 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 you're telling the person who drinks a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah, I am. I am. But you remember everything, I'm sure. I do. I do. Oh, no, no. Mm. <laughs> one, one thing about Jeremy, he can get a little a little drunk, but will remember everything and still act like the dad of the group. That's good. That, that's very important. Um, that's going to be very important with all the students of the Boston metro area. You're right. <laughs> because oh, gonna... let's let's be honest. 
Jeremy likes to party. Jeremy will be going to the gay clubs. So will the college students of the Boston metro area. So you're going to be seeing them out and about. I know. And now that now with, you know, a job and like a good salary, they're going to think I'm daddy now. That's really cute that you think you can pull off daddy. Look at that face. (laughs) Can I? Can I? No, 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 I can't. No, you're you're always going to be the boy. It's okay. (laughs) Hey, maybe you can find another um, uh, another daddy type who's still in the area. There's a lot of professors. You're right. Mm-hmm. A lot of, there's a lot of staff and faculty out there. That's true. All right. Well, the Vivian knows that Jinx is in her lane talent-wise. She's convinced that Jinx won't get to block her. But who's going to have the last laugh? It's going to be Davina DeCampo. So she do, she, she do think. You do think. Did you just use Davina's catchphrase? Yes, you did. You put it your own, but you did. So hashtag justice for the DDC. <laughs> hashtag we got to make a trend make a trend yes i oh ddc knows how much i advocate for her win and think she should be having the spot instead of the vivian but whatever it's i fine. mean yeah we 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 can't go back to the past but if we could we would change those results it's true now before we end this segment we had one more moment that the editors had to include in um Evie Oddly is once again flopping it out for the fans. Um, do you think Evie has an OnlyFans? And how does OnlyFans work? I don't get it. I I low-key think she might have an OnlyFans. She must. But, but like, or like an alt Twitter, maybe, question mark? Probably, probably. Doesn't, and she has a partner too, right? I think so, yeah they probably make lots of films and they're going to be like, you know what? We're going to make money off of it. Look at, I mean, as long as, you know, they do what, you know, drag race makes folks do sign that NDA. Be like, mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of NDA, someone's about to lose their NDA soon and they're ready to talk. So Art Simone, come back on the podcast. I'd love to have a real talk. Oh, <laughs> I mean, when I saw- I want to know, I want to know, I want to know. I say same. I was like, oh, I want to know what the what the tea was for that. I want to know. And so I if I were to get her to do an interview, she would tell me. I'm sure she would. She's so excited too. I can tell. All right. Well, it's a brand new day. It's a fresh new day. And Jada has had a lot of coffee. And I'm still on coffee number one. So if anyone wants to send me some, I will gladly take some coffee. Um, how do you take your coffee? <laughs> Uh, I was just saying something. Um, I take my coffee. Uh, so I love myself some espresso. We love some good steamed mm-hmm. milk. And yeah, I really was going to say something else, but you know. What were you going to say? Say it, say it. I was going to be filled with cream. Uh huh. Uh huh. We like that one too. That works. Yeah. Well, the alarm sounds. And in Rue's video message, she tells us that a D can make you magnum come loudly. Is that true, recent graduate? Is it a D that makes you come loudly? It is. <laughs> the power move. <laughs> it so is. It so is. Well, when Rue arrives, she was apparently feeling it, according to Miss Tudorboot Raja. Um, so let's discuss this. It is a sleeveless blazer with latex gloves, latex boots, and gold pants. I don't get it, but I feel like you would wear it. I would wear it, and I think I could pull it off. I think Much because better. I'm I, th- I think it's because I'm shorter. Yeah. Um, so the pants, you know, I also am, a, sorry, Ms. Uh, Ms. Paul, I am thicker than you. So, you know, I, w- I would be filling that out. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
yeah, it, it it's true. Uh, Rue, um, whoever said this was a good luck, you should fire their get rid yeah. of them, make it a team of 49. This one's not working for you. Um, well, Rue believes that children are the future, teach them well, and they will rob you blind. Is she talking about her kids who are more successful from her because she's they're better <laughs> drag queens than she is? Cough, cough. But at the end of the day, she gets residuals on their success, so it's fine. It all works out. For this week's Maxi Challenge, they need to write and deliver an uplifting commencement speech for all the draguettes around the world. Um, Rue is a proud recipient of a GED. Um, I don't know why that mattered, but I guess all degrees matter. <laughs> they said I finished something. Exactly, exactly. And look where, and look where he's at. Look, mm-hmm, at, look mm-hmm. at where he's at. Now, Rue reveals that they'll be workshopping their speeches with Carson Kressley and the Sheilarious Nikki Glazer. Are you a fan of hers? You know, I had to like recall who that was. I know. I guess a white bitch. I don't like her. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I feel like I gravitate more to like queer BIPOC comedians and more local, right? Mm -hmm. Rather than, yeah. I I do find her funny. I like her sense of humor. She's very, um, oh, she has to be very, she's very, very sexy. She's very sexy. We don't necessarily see, you know, sexy women of comedy. She's one of them. Uh, so that's why sometimes the things that come out of her mouth are like, really? You're like, wait, who cares? Exactly. Why can't you be sexy and funny? Look I at me. Love, I do love my, okay, although like, I do love me some Ali Wong. Let's be mm-hmm. real, because, oof, those comedy specials, oof, they get me. <laughs> yeah, they're good. All right, well, since Monet is blocked, Rue was like, you know what? Let's have some drama. You may choose the speaking order. So what's going to come out of Monet's mouth? She goes first, Vivian goes home. Boom. I'm happy with that. You know what? Send one person home. Let's let's make a season of Cast of Seven, and, and that would be the fun twist. Could you imagine? That'd be the gag of a season. Mm-hmm. Well, Rue's like, you know what? Here, I got more drama for you. The top two all-stars of the week are going to get two legendary legend stars but no, 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 no. One to keep and one to share with a fellow queen. Come on, strategy. They probably had a production meeting right after Monet got blocked to be like, what do we do now? This is this is not enough drama. Right. They're like, we need to, we got to stir the pot a little bit. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about that a little later. But speeches, graduation speeches, you must be pretty good at them. Yeah, I think, I think I might be. I got a, um, I wrote one. Yeah. Uh, and got a standing ovation and had folks cry so you know now obviously we're going to look the the moral of this challenge is the last line is going to be key what was your last line what did you leave the fellow graduates with i said remember okay i, I will for line for line the mm-hmm. last four lines were important um remember that you're valued you are loved your queer existence is important and you at the end of the day are powerful i love that and you know what that that would get people crying i love that um is it can we watch the speech anywhere is it live anywhere um it should be on the university's website um, we'll find it we'll find it yeah we'll find you it. Can, you'll, 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 you can go find it um well evie shares that she did an inspirational speech in high school about pot and look it's it worked it's almost getting legal everywhere we love you thanks evie trailblazer trailblazer right there 
Absolutely. Now, she knows she needs to wow the judges and make them laugh and cry and give her a star. But Raja is thinking her angle will be cult leader on top of a mountain with wind blowing through her silver hair. Okay, Gandalf the gay. <laughs> when, when she was saying that, I was like, girl, what you going to say? Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, Raja sometimes looks at herself as a small religious leader, so a her approach will be wizard lady. Um, now Jinx is going to give her advice and say, make sure your speech starts with a big bang, uh, which is how it all should start, right? A, a good big yeah. bang. Big bang. Jinx thinks the conceptual character is ambi- ambitious, but does Raja have the skills to pay those bills? We're going to find out. Meanwhile, Ms. The Tuck is sewing. Is she sewing her speech? Well, they're going to mock her and her southerness. Um, it's just easy. It's an easy target. Low hanging fruit. It is. It is. This is going to prompt Shay to say that the enlarged workroom is not a conducive workspace for writing. No, this is an entertaining jungle gym. What do you expect? Right. Like, you expect these queens to be quiet when you try to write something? You've been also, here before. They're, exactly. They're all crazy. This is an insane asylum. Exactly. Right. It's like, she, I, for me, I was like, don't act like you didn't write no, no verses or try to write some verses for some songs. Exactly. Now, the montage of the sounds include Jinx's laugh, but not Evie's laugh. Isn't Evie's laugh the more recognizable one? I think so. Didn't they include Evie's laugh into um, exchange it for Rue's laugh out of one of the outros for one of the season for season eleven? They did. I don't know what episode, but I know they did that. So is Jinx's laugh better or do we not like Evie? Like what is going on? Evie's getting no love this season. It's okay. You know, I love Evie and the way production has been. I forget she's there sometimes. Mm -hmm. It's really true. Now, also the song that Jada and Jinx create in this moment should be number one on the charts, right? (laughs) Jada uh, has no rhythm. What is going on with her? As, as as Shay says, she's black with no rhythm. How does that work? I'm Puerto Rican with no rhythm. So you know what, Jada, you and oh, I are- Oh, no. Oh, Jada, no. Jada and I are like this right now. You just announced that. How are you supposed to find a pride boyfriend if you have no rhythm? You know, you know, I just say, mm, you love my tan, it's natural. <laughs> there it is. There it goes. All right. Raja is a thesaurus rex and Monet is like, you're as old as one. We love old jokes. <laughs> They really, they were really, I mean, this season have been a lot of old jokes for Raja. I'm like, damn. Well, she is old. She is. She went, she graduated. She graduated before some of them were born. That is true. That's insane. She lived a life before some of them were even a twinkle in their mother's eye. Yeah, no, she was she was in drag before that, like before they were even like you know, in the womb. She, she could be not only their drag mother, their actual mother, or grandmother. There it is. There it is. All right, Monet is um going to have a moment here where Jinx is like, Monet, what's another word for inhibited? And before she can even answer, Jinx is like blocked. <laughs> that was really hilarious. That's the time we love. Um. And Monet is like, I'm the power top here. I get to pick the order. And Jinx is like, and, and she's like, Jinx, you get ninth. LOL, because there's only eight of them. <laughs> Those are, that one, that joke didn't work. Jinx is funnier. There it is. 
All right. Monet mm -hmm. wants to use the second star gift giving to her advantage because she's ready to play survivor. She is ready to also receive a charity star. Um, so who wants to go where? Trinity would prefer not to go first or last. The Vivian wants third. Jada would not tell her what she wants, but she'll take third. Raja wants to be in the middle. Monet's like, yeah, well, the hard ones are in the middle in the end. So like, if you want to give me a legendary legend star, Alliance time. I think it's a smart move. She, she, she's playing very smart here. No, she is. She is. I think, especially with this new layout, you want to give the star to someone you know that will have your back, maybe. Exactly. Now, Monet is a fiddling octopus uh, because she gets to play the game here. Uh, but Trinity says she'll give Monet hers and vice versa. Is this good strategy? You know, unless we want another double win, I don't know. I that's where I'm at. I'm like, wouldn't you not want to work together so you can prove that I am better than this person? Or do you think they've just received so much like virtual hate for their tie? But they're like, you know what? Let's just both share in the wealth of this hate too. Yeah, I think that I think they're I think they're also like yeah, they're playing to the fans of drag yeah. race to be like <laughs> we, you know, I mean, I don't know what they said, you know, they said what they said about, you know winning together mm -hmm. not being bothered by it but i know deep down, i know deep down for anyone that'd be like that was my win so we're gonna mm -hmm. we're gonna gas it up here on tv now monet is ready to share the order it's gonna go monet shay trinity raja jada evie jinx and the vivian the viv finds it pretty awful but hey i support it i'm here for this movie <laughs> She believes, though, her secret weapon will be her perfect ending to the perfect graduation, which I can't wait to discuss because I'm just going to maybe spill some tea. I had feelings. Mm -hmm, me too. Feelings. We're going to head to the main stage to meet Carson and Nikki and find out who what these bitches got. Monet arrives and says she loves Nikki Glazer because of her type of humor. Ten bucks. She has no idea who she is. Right. <laughs> the way she said it, I was like, you don't know who Nikki Glazer is, and that's okay. No, it's totally fine. You just, you just don't let them know that because, you know, they yeah. judge it. Mm -hmm. Now, Nikki says that what Monet says first is important. Monet, Monet shares her line, and Nikki says the last person you're blowing should be the last on the list. One, two, wipe your mouth. Also, that's the Jeremy technique. Why are you giving up my secrets? Because we're here to help the children of the future. Y'all, take that into advice. You know, take that advice because yep. it's key. Mm -hmm. As she continues, it's all funny and sass, and Carson wants a kernel of sincerity. Aspirational. Again, more Jeremy advice. Yes. There it is. Shay is going to be talking about her journey in school and how the hot popular kids grow up to not be as glamorous, but not her. She is living proof that she can be hot in high school and hot in life. Now, I'm not going to call you out and make you show photos, because I've seen the photos. Um, Jeremy, what happened in high school? Yeah, I was, oh, I had many phases in high school. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I that hair. I had a lot of hair, long hair. I was a scene kid. Um, now you have lots of beautiful curls on your head now. Yes, I do. Then did you just flat iron them every day? No. So, um, so I went, to, I used to go to the hair salon like once a week, every week. Yeah, I know. Um, I will get my nice little blow dry. Mm -hmm. and then get it flat iron and then Jeremy, emo swoop yeah emo swoop um, i'm pretty sure that that little like side bang that i had going mm -hmm. on is the reason why i can't see properly out of one eye but <laughs> there it is 
<laughs> All right. Well, Shay was super fam drama nerd who was up against the giant society that was set up to not allow her to flourish. And she said, fuck it up. I'm going to go places. You're going to see me. And Nikki and Carson were like, I like that angle. But just infuse some fun too. The Vivian will be pulling from her personal experience from sobriety and addiction and may or may not have found the bar before she comes up for her speech. She's going to start her speech and she slurs her way through it. And Nikki is like, that's a fantastic drunk voice, but get rid of the superfluous words. And it's like, that's a superfluous word to use. Superfluous. <laughs> um, no filler aside her face. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to get filler, but I'm really starting to lean into that Botox idea, even though I'm probably past my prime for getting it. You can still get, you know what I've been, you know what I've been thinking about? What? Laser hair removal. From where? You, the, the listeners don't need to. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was, I was like, you're, you can barely grow a beard. It's, like I said, you you ain't pulling off daddy anytime soon. <laughs> give me, Especially give me like, if you're going to get laser hair. <laughs> give me like 10 years, maybe. 10 years, 10 years. When, when you finally eventually hit your 30s. Yeah, when I'm 36, not even. Look at it. I'm probably not going to look like a daddy until like I'm, I'm 16. I'll be like, oh, I'm going to hit daddy status now. There it is. There it is. All right. <clears throat> Trinity has a lot of stuff. And Nikki is like, give us the beats. Her punchline is that, that hooks on phonics didn't work for her. She is okay taking the piss out of herself. Um, she's not the same person that she was. Um, was Hooks on Phonics around when you were a kid? I don't know. I don't think I so. feel like it's a dated reference. I had I had Leapfrog. So you uh, know, yeah, I had yeah it must have been a dated reference because that was like my generation because Trinity and I are about the same age. Carson's going to say that she has a big heart and a tiny nose, use all of it. And Trinity reminds him that she has a tiny nose now. Her nose has changed. Her ass has changed. And you can't spell tassel without ass. Look at no. Just don't make any spelling jokes around Miss Hooks on phonics. <laughs> did she win that pageant? I don't know. Maybe. She probably did. Now Jinx arrives with two different speeches available. Her first speech was that one time she was hit by a car in Amsterdam. She was so drunk, flipped over the car like a rag doll, stood back up, felt fine, and said, that was a freebie. The thesis, the thesis statement here is not to look both ways, but don't wait to address your trauma. And I was like, okay, I don't see the correlation yet, but we'll get there if that's the one you use. The second one is the time she got a condom lost inside of her, aka Jeremy's Friday night. Every Friday night. <laughs> Um, listeners, there's comedy in threes, so that's number one. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just wait. Um, Carson feels like he will connect with that story. Um, and I'm like, why? I, I didn't get there it. An I, edit, is there an edited version? Can we just at least hear it, please? Right. I, no, I really, I really would, would have loved if the editing team or production point blank was able for us to like, listen to more than just like the, the, the snippets. Yeah, don't give us all eight of them. Let us have Jinx's other story, please. Because um, I really wanted to know. Because um, that's takes talent. It does. <laughs> um, Carson and Nikki think the first story is a little more universal, but Nikki thanks her for talking about a condom stuck inside of her. And Carson is not alone. There are others out there. You included, Jeremy. I know. I felt seen in that moment. So seen. Jada is up and she is a doctor in this moment, apparently. Um, 
she's there doing the Lord's work. Um, my brother is now technically officially a doctor and he doesn't want to flaunt that he's a doctor. He's not he, like, I was like, are you going to change your mail? He's like, I don't know. Maybe I was like, I would, even if I was a doctor of like theater. No. So, okay. So, and I know this cause I, I know a lot of folks that have doctorates, mm-hmm. they like to stay low key because then people be asking questions Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Like bothersome questions. So I know a few folks. A lot of folks that I know are like have their doctorate in political science. Never say that because then people will be asking you questions. You're like, that's not my expertise. I don't know how to fix your um, back knee. No, it's not what I do. I, I try to fix the world. Right. <laughs> Which is probably a lot easier than fixing back knee. Um. Well, her comedy is going to be her confidence. Carson wants her to lean into it, and on screen for only a minute, she has at least likely chance of winning this episode jada is just silent this episode only just for the funny clip that's it yeah no i agree editors i'm on to you i know what you're doing i see it i see it now we have evie oddly evie oddly and oddly enough her speech is about going out and failing why just not allowing yourself to fail limits your experience and what you are allowed yourself to take in when you fail you learn from your mistakes and i was like that's a very positive way to spin failure. You're which, the only person who can do it. <laughs> which I which I love. Because I was thinking, obviously, you know, Jeremy reads a lot. Um, it made me think about a lot of, one, what does it mean to, like, not internalize your failure? Because, mm-hmm. right? you know, that that paralyzes people from... from Absolutely. Um, and, two, I was thinking about the book that I read um, called The Queer Art of Failure. Y'all should, should read it. Mm-hmm um about like how do we like spin the spin the things that you know didn't work for us to make it absolutely now we see her struggle a bit as she's trying to be off book she's passionate about failure clearly even in this moment since we've discussed Rue's look today i would like to discuss raja's if she was trying to look like she may be a professor who partakes in wacky tabacky she, she nailed it um the two color pinstripe jacket moment was a thing that she wore mm-hmm. i didn't like it i didn't get it i don't like it same same she also looked like she was 65 years old <laughs> i just aged you only like 10 years it's okay just 10 or maybe like one yeah now raja is going to be doing her cult leader thing and carson's like okay uh-huh and he's not feeling it and nikki has confused looks on and again once again i'm like Editors, I see what you're doing. I see you're making her look like you're failing, but she's not getting eliminated because there's no eliminations this season. Right. Right. Carson's like, sprinkle some comedy in. Nikki is like, be faster. And Raja and her Gemini delusion believes her presence is enough of a statement on its own. Geminis. What do we do with them? You're asking someone who also has a little bit of Gemini in them. Oh, boy. You're a mess, aren't you? A Pisces, a Gemini, and a Virgo. Like, where? Who am I? No, seriously, who am I? Literally, you don't. You have you have crisis identity problems every day. Yep. Mm-hmm. I sure do. <laughs> well, it is Happy Draguation Day. Jada is excited to hopefully inspire the people out there, and that's all she's going to say basically for the rest of the episode. Um, she is inspiring Jinx with a tahin shot. Will that give Jinx energy? Now, have you had a tahin shot yet? I've never had a tahin shot. How many people do you think have had tahini since watching the show? And how many people have gone to the hospital because they thought they could snort the tahini? 
I don't know. We're going to have to have to ask all the gay clubs over here in New York. Oh, um, is probably going to be the low um, rent version of Popper soon, isn't it? I, I was about to say, I was, I was thinking about, let me do a little tahin and then sniff sniff some poppers. Yeah. Listen, you know, if it works, it works. The Vivian thinks it's going to be fun, but they just all need booze. Now, you know, you know, you remember when she told us that she was sober on Drag Race UK? Was yeah. it a lie? Was it all for plot? It could be. Could have been. Let's see. That's, that's I mean, rumor. that's what I've heard. These are, I've heard. That, these, these are things that um, we need to ask said person, mm-hmm. but, you know. I would say, Vivian, when you come on the podcast, we can talk about it, but I'm not letting you on until you give Davina her crown back. All right. Well, Raja has decided that she will be starting her own Savion Blanc line called Wine and Complain. And I said, that's brilliant. I love that. I will I, take a signed bottle. I I mean, look at, we know Rue got her little, what, seltzers? Uh, are they even seltzers? Some of them are weird. They're, they're really bad. She said, I, she said multiple investments, fracking, now... Oh not my god, fracking, three. not fracking, not my fracking joke coming up that I'm gonna make later. <laughs> um yeah, uh, but yes, listen, Raja, I hope you get to do this wine. I hope no one steals your idea. Um, RuPaul, congrats on getting residuals for this wine that you're probably gonna be getting residuals on. Now, Monet hopes that Jinx doesn't find her placement shady, but she knows it's not a memorable spot. But no matter where you are, if you're good, you're good. She just wants to make sure that Vivian has her work cut out for her. I like Cutthroat Jinx. We've never seen Cutthroat Jinx before. It's a different energy. It's always been underdog Jinx, and I like Cutthroat Jinx. She's fun. I think, is, I think it's because she knows herself now. She yeah, knows she, knows, she knows she's an actual winner because that's what RuPaul said to her. Yep. And that's why she's on the season. But she knows that she and the Vivian share similar talents and abilities and reveals that half of the time the Vivian is performing, she is thinking, I had wish I had thought, think, thought of that. Um, that's why they're frenemies. And I feel like there are a couple of people in my life who I'm like, you're my frenemy. I don't like that you're doing things that I would like to be doing, but you're my frenemy. Do it I works. Oh, I'm thinking, oh, probably. Friend. You probably do. Do I? No, I'll be no, my- no I'll be you don't have any frenemies. Everyone's taller than you. <gasps> I'm kidding. Kidding, kidding, kidding. All people. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the discussion now turns to the power to give away a star, and Monet is geeked by the Swiss simply as she is determined to be the first blocked girl to star to get a star while blocked, because blocked girls matter. Funny, they're funny this season, and you know what? I just love that the editors are finally and the and the show is finally like, you know what? Political things are happening. We're going to allow them make jokes about it and make reference to it. It doesn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. Which which I love because it's like, I think. In the past, you know, obviously from depending how the stories, you know, production does the story, um, we don't really get to see their personalities outside of like their story. And this is just like, now we know who they are. Mm-hmm. They're funny. Now, of course, Miss Honey Davenport's like, remember when you like kind of kicked me off for being political and not aired anything that I ever said in confessional because it was too political? Justice for Honey. I know. I would love to see her on drag race again listen once they cast her on binge queens that was my moment of being like they're gonna bring her back eventually yeah because i think i she has so much to show 
Yeah. All right, let's head to the main stage where Rue has improved her look slash not. Nope, she tried. The dress, um, the color blocking. The pink, fine. Yellow, fine. Beige, fine. Then we get to the Halloween party on the bottom. What are we doing here? Party's over, time. Who is dressed in Rue this season? If it's Aldi. Oh, if it's still is Aldi, come on. It was terrible. Um, but apparently the pink memo was um, met on the panel because all they're wearing on the panel is pink. Michelle, Carson, Nikki. Everyone got pink. They said we're wearing this. Mm-hmm. Must have been a Wednesday. Because, <laughs> you know, on Wednesdays, you we were pink. Mm-hmm. Now, we are on the stage at Drag You. If you can't take the piss out of your failure. Um, Jeremy, did you watch Drag You? I did. <laughs> like, Why? I, you know, it was my my, my, my baby entrance into to Drag Race. That's fair. I mean, let's be honest. If Drag You worked, we would still we would have access to it currently on Wow Presents Plus. They got rid of it. They said it didn't happen. Mm-mm, mm-hmm. Now let's just we're gonna go through them. We don't have to um, go word for word during the speech, but we'll discuss. Um, Monet's look: the gown, blush, very pretty. Uh, she's not wearing the cap because she's got that sculpted fro with a pick in it. Love it until the pick fell out. She, she, she tried to play. She, she really was like, I feel like, I think we all saw her. I know she played it cool, but I think internally she was like, damn it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now her speech was very presentational and I, what I, it was, I was a bit underwhelmed. Um, she made it very collegiate, but I loved her Mufasa and I think she nailed James Earl Jones, which means is that her next Snatch Game character? we're gonna have a seat and next <laughs> oh you know if they call her she'll be like okay let's do it again i'll play um when life is giving it to you hard you stand there grit your teeth sniff some poppers and you take it every inch of it again fridays with jeremy hey y'all um my socials are <laughs> uh, um i liked that last line again as, as I said to you earlier, last lines really have to be good, whether it is funny like this or if it's very inspirational. I think the last lines of almost everyone was pretty damn good. Yeah, I think so too. Um, yeah, it really wasn't until James Earl Jones that I was like, ah, Monet's not great. And then she turned around. Shay looked like a fashion model. And I was like, where's the cap and gown? That's not a cap and gown. That's Alpha Fashion Week uh, Paris. She said... Cap and gown, we're doing fashion. That's, that's what we're doing. My cap yeah. and gown is couture. Um, is this a roast? Because she roasted Jinx Monsoon like this was a roast and her makeup skills. I was like, oh, that was a little too rough. Yeah, I felt like it, it felt more of a roast than a, a commencement speech. Yeah. Shay is going to be holding her cards and I wish she just kept them on the podium. I know maybe she's of a certain age like me where we're having some reading problems let's get us vision issues here going on um but i just it just looks like she lacks confidence in her speech yeah and like we know her to be confident i i don't think she was confident in it didn't seem like she was confident in material she was presenting that that's what that's the only like thing i had with how she presented her content now she's gonna say that her speech was all about sitting with cool kids in the cafeteria people tried to shade her but you can't shade the sun I was like, that's a good line. I like that one. 
And she reminds us that it's not a cliche plot from a John Hughes film because she is, in fact, Black. <laughs> Funny line. That was a good one. And then she really ends it with a good one. There could be 99 people in the cafeteria that don't believe in you. But if one person believes in you, you could be the baddest bitch in school. And sometimes that person is you. Okay, that was good. That part was good. That, you know, it felt like a full circle moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not mistaken, Gaga was the celebrity guest on their season. I'm not mistaken. Correct. Yeah, full circle moment right there. Mm-hmm. It sure was. Sure was. Um, yeah, that 99 people thing is going to haunt Gaga for the rest of her life, isn't it? It is, but she... Do, do I think Gaga is on social media the way she is? Mm. Fair. That's fair. Um, Trinity's look is very sparkly, very collegiate. Her hooks on phonics joke was very forced, but they found it funny. It was there for me. Maybe it's because I knew it was coming. I just, I didn't laugh. But she's going to share about her grandma, and she's talking from the heart, and I feel like this is the first time I saw the person behind Trinity. That's the vulnerability the judges are looking for. Yeah, and I, I, I appreciate her being vulnerable. Like, I know that it was supposed to be, like, a mixture of, like, seriousness and comedy, but, like, I felt, I felt like a connection of, like, wow, I actually know who Trinity is because she actually opened up. Exactly. Some people will go out and be successful. Most won't. But maybe some will go out and do what she did. Tie for first in a reality competition show. Okay, that was funny. Gotta, Getting gotta, into it. Gotta milk it. Gotta milk it out. We have Raja in her star cap and gown and that blonde hair is serving. It was good. See, she just de-aged herself. <laughs> the second Raja got there, Rue was laughing and we knew that she, that Gemini presence, it was real. It was. It was real. She won. This game is make Rue laugh. And she did that without even saying a word. Talent, power, that's what it is. Now, it was- she- she is Raja, soothsayer, sorceress, sage, and speaker. We love alliteration. I'm always here for alliteration. But her speech is about five important pieces of earned wisdom to remember. One, time in this realm will feel rapid and limited, grasp every moment, and connect always to the ebb and flow because we're all going to die. Very good. Uh, every homosexual will be saying that for the next year. I see it. I see it. Two, fuck a lot, like a lot, lot. Fuck till you can't move no more. Um, three, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. pay your taxes. Four, always be kind and good to people, especially if they have money. If they don't have money, there could be a camera watching. And five, institutions also spells intuitions if you're dyslexic. And I was like, okay, that's actually pretty funny. I didn't see that one coming, but that was good. As a dyslexic, that last one got me. <laughs> but, yes. There it is. Um, now, you don't have to talk about your dyslexia if you don't want to, but what, what is, are there any specific letters or numbers or that get to you? So for me, it's more on the way words are, like, thank God for, uh, you know, what's that? What's that thing on Microsoft where I'm losing words? Spell right check. Now? Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. Or voice dictation, lifesaver. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Because I can't, I can't spell. And for me... I'd be like, I know what I said. I think for me too, right? Yeah, I write a lot. Um, and sometimes being dyslexic, I was like, that made sense to me. I don't know how y'all didn't connect it up. So. Fair. If you reach the moon, you'll find yourself amongst the stars. You'll incinerate and combust passing through the atmosphere, but yes, stars. 
this was not the Raja I expected, but I, I appreciated it for this challenge. Right. And it felt like, like, like I felt that funny, the funniness from her. That's something like, I know like um, on the Snatch episode, she was having fun. Mm -hmm. uh, but this one felt like, wow, Raja, yeah. seeing you funny, you funny, funny. Now we have Jada. Uh, she looks kind of hot in that gown. I'm not going to lie. Very, very sexy. Um, I love that not only she name dropped Drag U, but she also lumped it in with Trump University. We love false academic institutions. Biden, I know you're forgiving your loans. Forgive mine too. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, she was very good with her notes in her hands, but also on the podium. She, she did fairly well over there, but she talks about how when she turned 30 years old, she felt like a failure because she had not graduated from high school. She didn't go to college, no corporate job or a family, but opportunity knocked on her door and she found true love, true happiness and success, bitch. I am still waiting for that knock on my door. So if anyone knows where this person who knocks is, I don't have an address yet. So just, just find me and I'll, I'll tell you where the hotel I'm at. It's coming. It's, it's coming. coming. Maybe by the time I'm 40, right? It's coming. Half, halfway there. Halfway. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, Jada, very dry, um, but I love that she ended it with, look over there. Yep. I mean, she's not, gonna, she's not going to let that down. Nope. Never, ever, ever. Now, Evie is up, and her look is so artsy, and then she does the pratfall, and it's like, comedy fail, but comedy success. Mm-hmm. Very smart. Evie has everyone bow their heads and give praise to the creator for all things possible thank you rupaul saw that one coming easy 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 now she says money can't buy happiness but looking at all these girls smiling it can at least buy you a new grill <laughs> that was funny that was very 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 funny um so the comedy goal of this episode is when evie is discussing that her time competing on drag race gave her something more important than any chick could ever write and they pan, I don't know if you noticed, straight over to the Vivian, who competed on Drag Race and won zero monies. Keep chugging away, Viv. I was like, that's funny. Just the, the subtle people who are going to notice that, that was very, very funny. But her successes are from the fruits of her failures. Like, she would never have known that she was so good at lip syncing if she didn't discover how bad she was at impersonating Whoopi Goldberg. She was in danger, the girl. That was bad. That was, oof. Could you imagine if we lost either her or Brooklyn in that episode? That would have been... Um, would have changed the course of the entire world. It would. And like me trying to remember who else was competing in that top four. I'll t I'll, I'll t t t t didn't we have a top five, technically? Well, top... Um, it got to four, but there was five in the music challenge. I was like, why is Vanjie here? Just to go, Vanjie, Vanjie. Um, yeah, Kiri and Silky. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, season 11 was a season, wasn't it? It was. I was really rooting for my girl, Nina. Yeah, she ugh, robbed. They just did I, not appreciate camp. They And then now they're all like, you know, I think after that season, they're like, we want to see camp. And I'm just exactly. like, excuse me, she was giving it to you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I thought Evie's speech was really smart. I liked it. Good luck and fuck it up. I, I, I wish that was the last of all the speeches. That would have been the best ending. I think so too. But alas, if you didn't think Jinx was a witch, you do now. That was a look. That was very witchy. I. <laughs> what Harry Potter house are you in? 
okay you want to know like the sad truth of my life you don't like harry potter i've never watched harry potter i've never read harry potter that's cool neither have i um but i I don't know how to read so hooks on phonics didn't work for me either (laughs) i don't know what house i would be because i don't even know the personalities i feel like if if knowing what i know you would probably be like a hufflepuff Okay, but at the same time, if some if you ended up being a Slytherin, I would not be shocked. Okay, for folks that have watched like Harry Potter, they have given me Slytherin. Yeah, it's because you have that shady evil side to you. I do. It's a Virgo. You will, and you will cut a bitch. You will and cut I, a bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will. You That's know, true. you cross mm-hmm. any of those three signs, you're gone. It's true. Now. I loved that Jing started with the graduating the speech with the graduating class of whatever year you're watching this on YouTube. Brilliant Gold. and so accurate. Gold. Because you know that's they're going to be playing on YouTube for years to come. She's very smart. Very smart young lady. Now, Rue loved the witch bits, but um, when it got to the Amsterdam story, I was like, why is this car going backwards? And she lost the joint. That's the tragedy. <laughs> I'm going to tell a story now. Uh, since we were cleaning out my house, um, when we were cleaning out the basement bathroom, we found um, my dad's medicinal marijuana joint. But it wasn't for my dad. It was when my brothers took it to smoke it himself. Damn. They said the opportunity right here. It is. Um, what I appreciated was when she got to the point about how she didn't do anything about it in the moment, but seven years later, her spine is out of alignment in three places and she wakes up every morning like she's gone through a cement mixer. I was like, I feel very seen now. Um, I wasn't hidden by a car in Amsterdam, but I feel like it probably was uh, something I did many years ago that caught up to me. But she says the body remembers trauma even if, it, if the mind suppresses it. And I'm like, yes, the trauma I'm going through is still dealing with it. Yeah, that's, that's why the Nikki and Carson were like, this is the speech for her to do. Yep. Was it the funniest? Maybe not, but it was smart. It was smart. It allowed folks to feel connected to her and what she was saying. Yeah. But also her structure was very well done where she was able to be serious and then hit you like the car in the streets of Amsterdam with a comedy. Uh, Her delivery is why she's a comedy queen. Mm -hmm. Yep, exactly. But do the work today so you can truly enjoy tomorrow. I like that line. I would get it tattooed somewhere, but I don't want a tattoo. You should get one. Get one right in lower leg. Just be like, yeah. everyone, just look at my leg. <laughs> there it is. That that you know what? That's how I'm gonna find a pride boyfriend. Show, um, show, show the leg. Show the leg. There it is. Um, and finally, we have the Vivian who was drunk because if I had to sit through seven speeches, I'd be like that too. What order were you in when you gave your commencement speech? I was last. Oh, so everyone was drunk. A little bit now. <laughs> or, or was that why people were crying because they're crying because they're so happy because it was finally over? It could be. It really uh-huh. much could be. Really much could be. Well, her sobriety journey um, is why that nip was popping out and why there was makeup on her teeth. We didn't get a speech like the others, but we got a character study. I love the bit about Raja finally getting her degree but being dead before she can use it. We're just laying it on Raja here. But the finale bit is there are many ways to get to the top, but take it from me, you'll be much more popular if you're a bottom. And Jeremy can sign off on that one, can't you? Just a little bit. <laughs> uh, you is. can check my alt. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, at the end of the podcast, we'll, we'll be able to give you those um, that information. Don't worry, don't worry. 
Um, Jer- Jeremy's gonna find an apartment, friends. Jeremy needs money. Jeremy needs money. Jeremy needs, as as I was saying earlier, apparently in Boston, I, I'm gonna need like 4.5k up front. So Jeremy don't there got 4.5k mm-hmm. up front. There's still there's still time. Pride is full of fun. You know, let me find a daddy to be like, you need money. Yeah, yeah, I do. Oh, there it is. All right. Um, this was a fun challenge. We got some great writers. I really like this challenge. Didn't think I was going to. Yeah, I like it was different. It was very different. And you know, obviously, minus like a few jokes, you know, mm-hmm. it didn't feel like one because it wasn't a roast. It was more of just right. like a celebration. Um, I don't know. I, I felt really good about it. It was very much if you're if we're gonna do this in the realm of like what a drag queen does, this was a hosting challenge. Mm-hmm. This was, was a hosting challenge, and this is why these are your eight winners from yep. the past five thousand seasons. Right, because they can hold an audience. They can mm-hmm. hold. They an sure audience. can. All right, category is veiled it. In honor of the runway, we will play veiled it or to no avail. Okay. All right, starting off with Monet Exchange, look by Rodaggio and V Monique, hair by Bria Chiante, and veil by Marco Marco. And I say, that was a piece of fabric, and um, that was not a veil. Sorry, friends. But um, the rest of the look, that's what you want everyone to see. And we preferred that. What we did see was magnificent. I wish she did make reference to Maya Angelou and the Cage Bird in her uh, little speech. But the ombre of the colors was stunning. The hair couldn't have used a comb, but I guess that was part of the, the concept. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it. Um, I, I mean, I love this. I'm thinking about, like, the top of it, the nice, like, cute mm-hmm. little ombre. Like, it gave me a cute, soft, subtle. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wasn't feeling, like, veil. From it. No, it literally was a piece of fabric that she probably yeah. got from Marco Marco's storage room. Yep. Michelle thought her speech was fun and could relate to the football team. Spit roast Nikki said she nailed the speech and made it funny. And Rue says the look is iconic. Carson says the look is beautifully constructed. It's drag and has a sense of humor and a great sense of glamour. I did like it. I, I will veil it, but there was no veil. Yes. Exactly. Same. Veil it. The audience, 61% veiled it, 39% to no avail. Next up, Shea Coulee, look by Robert One and Christopher John Rogers. This was so cool. This is how you color block RuPaul. This is how you do it. Uh, it's fashion and something we don't normally see Shea do. She's very versatile when it comes to fashion. But I think the braid in the back was really subtle, but very cool. Um, and I think my mom would wear this. I really love one, the color blocking, two, the different fabrics. Yeah. The pleated, it, when she came out with the pleated pants, I was like, yes, yes. Yeah, it, it was a very strong look. Michelle says the speech was hilarious. She says her matter of fact comedy always gets her. Rue says she was so relaxed and comfortable. And Carson says the accordion pleated silk layers were gorgeous. Shay says this was a love letter to her grandmother because some of her fondest memories were her in her garden. And Nikki says she looked she looked so stunning. And I agree. Veiled it. Veiled it. Audience 81% veiled it. 19% to no avail. Next up, Trinity to the Top. Look by Jeffrey Kelly. Hair by Chantel Sparkles. Jewels by Rocks by Cox. 
her famous line is where are the jokes and i say where is the veil the definition is a piece of fine material worn by women to protect or conceal their face where is the fabric there was just a little, little line thingy um we are getting trained again but in a way i felt like they're very different so i'm not going to go in on her like i did um with roger o'hara and her fucking <laughs> pants i like the look just not for this category I like the look. It was giving me um, Southern Belle. It was like a clash of Southern Belle. I think because the veil was not, right. or the fabric did not go over like a veil. Um, but that train. Mm-hmm. That, that was train, a lot of, lot of material. That train could have been used as the veil, just saying. Literally. Now, Nikki says she nailed a phonics joke like an advanced form of comedy. Carson appreciated she had a heartfelt, vulnerable moment. He says the look, she has never looked more gorgeous. He says it is a Vita as dressed for a funeral. Michelle doesn't know how many cases it took her to get there, but they were all filled with trains. And Trinity says the girls have changed her name. The Trinity did the train. And she says it's the last train. Until next week, I guarantee. Let's see. Let's see. Now, I'm very conflicted here because I would normally be like, no, it's not the category, but she looked great. Like, to the point of, like, a, I can understand we not seeing the veil in front, but fine. I'll give it a veiled it. I will say veiled it, too. Audience, 83% veiled it, 17% to no avail. Next up is Raja, looked by Kiki Extravaganza and Blake Danny. I think this is so cool. Vule means veil, so she got covered literally and on the cover, but she's also covering her face. Uh, do I wish the black garment was heightened? Yes, but it's all about the concept. Do I think the magazine cover was a bit flimsy? Yes, but again, it's all about the concept. Yes, I mean that. I mean that was my only critique of the the look, right? The the material holding in the back could have been, you know, a stronger mm-hmm. material or a stronger. Yeah. Not why it felt probably was wire that was. Oh yeah, whatever the wire that Jinx Monsoon has, what she needed. <laughs> but I loved it. I loved it. It was different. It's a different concept. I haven't seen something like this before on the runway. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I think that's something I like about Raja, is that she she doesn't do things that have already been done on the runway. But you know, people are going to try it next. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Michelle says her favorite line was, we're all going to die. Nikki says her speech was a great departure for the tone that had already been set. She felt as if she was talking to someone who was describing a mushroom trip. <laughs> and Carson swears he's seen this look in a magazine. He says the deals, you know, details are great. Veiled it. Wonderful. Veiled it. veiled it. The highest veil for me. Audience, 91% veiled it. 9% to a no avail. Next up, Jade Anson's Hall. Look by Joshua Napointe. Here by Edward Scissorhands. All right. Look over there because you can't look at her. Um, it's just a lot of fabric, and I simply just don't care for the structure. Like that was hair. Like what, it just looked like she plopped something on her head. Mm-hmm. For me, it didn't work. Yeah. No, it was different. Um, it was too much too much fabric um yeah it just wasn't for me i mean i know she looks stunning underneath that she does Mm -hmm. but i can't see her right now i remember i believe her season season 12 they had a funeral look runway so i found it interesting that she did this she i mean it looks like she expanded it just a little bit yeah 
Um, Michelle's favorite line was, I'm so proud of me as you all are today. She says her look has definitely veiled it. She loves the Spanishness of it with all the dotted mesh. Nikki says her use of bitch was used perfectly. It wasn't using it as a device, which I say, do I use it as a device then? Because I say bitch a lot. Uh, but she says with the look, Nikki loves that she can't see her through it and she wants to know more. She calls it lingerie burka. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to Noah Vale. Same. Same. Listeners, I know you're going to hate me here, but 89% veiled it, 11% to Noah Vale. If y'all got it, fine. But I was like, I've seen better. I've, yeah, same. Seen better. All right. Seen better. Next up, Evie Oddly. Look, bye. Evie and friends. This was stunning. Best look of hers all season long. The beads are perfect. The way she just floats, you'd never know how heavy it was. Uh, this really just showed off how petite she is, even though the dress is just flowing off of her. Yep. Uh, this was stunning. Yeah, it was a different a different approach to doing this. And, exactly. you know, the only one that thought, I'm not going to use this fabric that everyone else is using, mm-hmm. do something mm-hmm. different. Carson says the look is fantastic. It's glamorous and sparkly and giving Angelina with the leg. Michelle loved the pratfall and then didn't even use the cards as she dropped them. Rue says her speech struck a chord with her because she has failed way more than she has succeeded. Hashtag no fracking way. There it is. There's my joke. Um, and Evie says she's going to continue to fail her way to Rue's position. And there was someone who joked recently that like whoever wins this season gets to take over for the show. So maybe it's a possibility. Retired already? Could you could you imagine if that was actually the grand prize? You are now going to be the new host of Drag Race US. Mm-hmm. They're going, to, they're going to rename it. It's not going to be RuPaul Drag Race. It's going to be Drag Race US. There it is. Uh, I'll give this a veiled it. I liked it. Veiled it. Audience, 79% veiled it. 21% to new avail. Jinx Monsoon. Look by the Lady Hyde. Headpiece by Mr. Gorgeous. Hair by Wig Chapel. It's a very simple in terms of the fabric with the detailing of the flowers and how she was able to get the veil to float like a butterfly. Was brilliant. Was it executed perfectly? No. But this was really fun and different take on the category. Yeah, I think so too. I was getting like, um, I'm getting married in the with like fairies, which I was yeah. living for. Michelle says she likes the look because it was so beautiful with the garden growing out of her body and says her character was smart in how Jinx does things. Carson mm-hmm. says it's magic with a butterfly illusion. Nikki is grateful she told the story because it figuratively struck her. And Rue will take this opportunity to reveal that she was the one driving the car. <coughs> Funny. Um, could you imagine if that actually was? What if Rue is actually out there as an assassin to kill all the drag race stars? That's the movie I want. I mean, what is he gonna do? Take their youth? Yeah. Yeah. Winifred is it. Oh, you're right. Veiled it. It was wonderful. Veiled it for me. Audience 93% veiled it, 7% to no avail. And the Vivian look by Dylan Joel, hair by Sophia's wig. I like the concept, but not necessarily how it was fully executed. Um, she wore that gag for that long. Good for her. Uh, and remember, friends, I said jokes come in three. So this is it. This look is essentially Jeremy on a Friday night. There it and is. In a little bit of Saturday. So. Oh, obviously. Um, could you wear the gag as long as she did? I don't think I could. I don't <laughs> think I could. Um, yeah, I like this look. I think it was just not. I wish it was a little more dangerous but i kind of i like how it what she was going for yeah and it was a, it was 
it was a nice contrast of the ideas that we were seeing or like the ideas that were executed on the runway. So it was different. I give, I give her that. And also like she has a veil on, so, you know, she sure does. Nikki says the speech wasn't over the top and calls her a great comedic actress. She says the look is like Ariel caught in a fishnet. Carson says she's saving character the entire time. Michelle says she loved the ball gag of the bondage on the collar. So clearly we know what Michelle loves. Um, Veiled it. Veiled it. Audience 68% veiled it, 20, uh, 32% to no avail. I think everyone this week got uh, veiled it from the audience. Rare, Rarely that happens. Yeah, you know, we just have to, I haven't watched it yet. I don't know if the episode is out. That photo fashion review. Oh boy, we got to see what we're going to say. <laughs> um, now, before we head to the workroom, it's time to meet a real speaker, a different kind of speaker. It's the speaker of the house, Nancy Pelosi. Um, you could tell that some of them were not thrilled by her presence. That being said, she's a genuine person, but I get if you're not up for her politics, then again, she is the speaker. And at the end of the day, this was a moment to remind people to please vote. Yeah. Yeah. I, you, you can put all the Democrats that I don't care for on that stage. I would still say it's an important moment because it reminds you to vote. It reminds you to vote. Democracy is fragile right now. And mm-hmm. honestly, we need, I know we do drag out to vote. We got to get the gays out to vote. We need a gays out to vote slow. Like the gays need to be participating. And again, at this point in time, if you were a gay Republican, why? Yeah. Not, I'm not going to say anything. I've had conversations with people who lean that way before. Uh, maybe someone we both happen to know at times. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, please. There's a conversation that ha- we had once. I was like, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, gay Republicans, go away. Stop it. You're ruining it for all of us. Um, and even that, what, what's his face? Um, Yanni, what's his face is now Marjorie Taylor Greene's intern. What yeah. the hell is happening in the world? Can we stop it? It's, Re- we it's, revoke your gay card. It's, I speak for myself. I revoke your gay card. Jeremy, you can do it if you want. I, I would like to also revoke. Yes. Yeah. But it's, it. it's, it's, I know like quick politics stuff. It's just wild. I was like, damn, you really don't love yourself. Mm-hmm. Literally. And you value like money more than mm-hmm. the rights of people. Correct. Uh, I just also love that Raja called out the shady clap that uh, Nancy Pelosi did. And then everyone did it. Can you do it? Mm-hmm. Baby shark. Baby. Okay. I'm not gonna. <laughs> oh, now it's stuck in my head. Thank you. It's one of my favorite songs ever. All right. All right. Right. Rue's decisions of the week are finally in. She decides that it's going to be Jinx and Raja. Before I say what I want to say, what do you think? Jinx, uh, it was a, a yes for a Jinx for me. Mm-hmm. And I also say Raja because Raja gave in some, some character. I, I thought it was a good choice of having them as a top two. I would have put Evie in the top over Jinx, but I think Rue wanted to guarantee that the blocking would be dramatic and neither Raja or Evie would have delivered that. It was almost given that Jinx would have beat Raja no matter what. Jinx and Evie would have been a different story. But we're going to get to that in a second. Um, so that extra legendary legend star, there's a thing on TV called cliffhangers, and that's why we're not going to find out until next week. Very smart. Very, very smart. The song for Jinx and her friend Roger is Better in Color by Lizzo. First off, that song is fun. It's a good song. Yeah, it's a song just to be yourself and dance. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. a fun song to do that. And Jinx did that. She nailed it. She embodied the beats of that song. I was like, I don't know who you are, but this is, you, this is talent. Um, Raja <laughs> is a look queen. As they said on that season, Charlie, do something. Yeah. Yeah. I was disappointed. I was disappointed. I, was I know. I was rooting I, for you. I, I, I know she's a woman of a certain age, but like I could do better and I have a bad back and two bad knees. I was rooting for her. Also, I all love that we shot right over to Evie when the lyric got to love looks better in color. And then her shady ass face, face saying, correct, why not me up there right now? And then uh, she's like, look at my stunning lip sync because they showed her lip syncing uh, during the song because Raja wasn't. Um, also, that what she was going to wear for the lip sync was better than most of her runways all season long. Yep. Yep. That was a good look. That's why she even posted it on her Instagram. Um, sad that we lost that look. But um, Jinx wins while wearing beige. Technically, it's a color, but the irony. I know. It was, it wasn't the best lip sync. Um, but Jinx did what she had to do. She is one of the greatest lip syncers the show has ever seen and may ever know. It was, it's not a song you're going to see her perform out every night, though I, I would probably watch to see her do that live. Um, but she literally can take any kind of genre and do it. Okay, quick, quick question. Do we mm-hmm. think that Jinx is a, the lip sync assassin? Of this franchise? Yeah. I mean, I would have said that after Ima Sumac, yes. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. It's time for a bit of blocking. Who will Jinx block? Well, the game is on. The get, get. blocked. The. <laughs> We're going to call her now. The. Call her by her first name. The. 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 The gets blocked. Fine. The Vivian gets blocked, and rightly so. I think it was the right move. Do you agree? I think so. I think so. I think, I think Jinx is so strategic in this game that she's like, Who's someone who is, you know, on par with me? Yeah. Again, like, I'm not saying, I don't know if the rules were changed for this episode specifically with the double um, stars and the way who won whatever. But this is the drama. Five episodes in, we're getting the drama. The storyline has now told us this is where we're heading. Mm -hmm. I'm here for it. Who do you think they're going to give the star to, though? Why are you asking one of my burning questions before we get to the burning questions, Jeremy? Wow, are you trying to host this show? Are you trying to RuPaul like, trying me, to, like take me out of this show? I'm trying to Brooklyn Heights. Talk? Yes, I'm trying to Brooklyn Heights it. Yeah, fine. You can have the spinoff. You can have the Boston spinoff. Um, <laughs> let's just go to the burning questions. No untuck because, like I said, every time it's on this show, there's no point of untucked for this franchise right now. Yeah. None. It's I can serious. be honest. I can be honest. I haven't watched any of the untucks. It, it literally all they did this episode was talk about um roger's age and that she was born uh she went graduate before evie was born so i haven't had... yeah. <laughs> money that's why all right let's get to the burning questions first off who do you think will get the charity stars uh since you asked me i'll answer first i think evie is definitely getting a charity star here um, um could it be two maybe i was the same wavelength because i was gonna say evie i think evie's gonna get it uh, definitely from Raja. I think Raja will definitely give it to her. Jinx, though, uh, if it doesn't go to Evie, 
I'm not sure who she would give it to. I think strategically the right move is give them both to Evie because there's what other possibility of a challenge is there for Evie to win? Yep. Knowing many, what kind of challenges there are. How many episodes are scheduled for this season? Apparently 12. Oh. Yeah, we got a while ago. We're, on, we're not even halfway there. Whoa. Yeah, we got some time. Um, next week, we're going to get a flashback episode of TRL. Are you too young for TRL or did you go to like uh, Times Square and like cheer on when Britney Spears was there? No, I was too young because, you know, um, I think TRL had, like, had to be 18 plus. But I used to watch it. Barely after, I used to watch it after school on MTV at like 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh, with um, Carson Daly? I think so, yes. And how old was I? I had to be like in third grade, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Music videos, what happened? Where will we ever get them back? Can we Can we do, I don't know if you watch this. I used to w- wake up every morning on Saturday to watch my VH1 top 20 video countdown. I used to watch them too. And they don't do that no more. Like, hello. I would like so the videos. All right. Next week, we're also, because of this, getting a girl group challenge. We love, we know how to adore them. Do you think that Vivian will get her redemption from UK one when she lost and was in the bottom that week? She could potentially, maybe. I will be very mad if she does, but um, remember that whole episode, one of the best episodes, I would, I still say that episode's probably in the top 10 in the entire franchise. Reading challenge, girl group challenge, frock destroyers. Yes. And, and day at the races runway. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, that's the only reason why I don't want the Vivian to win because I, was, but I'm sure she'll do well. She was Crystal Roll really, really sucked for their group, but also the Proctor Stars were just that much better. Yeah, they had. Oof. Mm. Mm. Well, I ask it every time. You know it's coming. After five episodes, the winner is Jinx. It has like if Jinx doesn't win, I'll riot. <laughs> I'll be very mad. There has to be some major plot twist to happen. Right. Like she would have skip locked every single week. Yep. All right. Well, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, any projects you want to plug, any alt accounts you need to share? I mean, uh, I won't share the alts because, you know, everyone can listen to this. But uh, <laughs> if you follow me at Rootless Youth, um, both on Instagram and Twitter, you might find a link somewhere in one of those accounts. There it is. To other, things, to, yeah. other to other things, I'm sure Boston's going to be very lucky to have you. They better cherish me. Oh, they will. I Oh, they will. <laughs> well, it is always a pleasure having you on this show. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I love doing this. <laughs>